Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Welcome to episode 214 of See You Next Wednesday, a weekly pop culture and film podcast where a single die roll decides what movies we have to see. This episode drops on April 27th, 2016. My name is Dan Gorman. I do have ants in my pants, thanks to some pocket taffy. (laughs) My name is Casey Lyons, and I want to apologize for calling you a B-word, because actually what you are is a massive C-word. Class act. (laughs) My name's Greg Legro. When Todd brings you bacon, he puts a bow on it, because that's friggin' Todd. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we have tons of stuff to talk about this week. Two of us went and watched uh, whatever we wanted this week while somebody saw Huntsman Winter's War. Uh, we will talk about lots Huntsman of... Winter's Bone. <laughs> lots of movie news and trailers and what we've been watching this week. We will talk about an album by XTC, and then we will talk about some... Fuller House in Straight Flush, mm. Full House Corner at the end of the episode. But first, if you'd like to email us, please do so at info at modernsuperior.com. Any, any thoughts and comments or opinions that you have can go there. Rate and review us on iTunes. It's been a little while since we got one, but uh, I think we'll let you know about what one person thought of us this week. Uh, you can go to modernsuperior.com, comment on all of the threads there, go to youtube.com slash modernsuperior, or just tell everybody you know. Uh, and everyone you don't know about See You Next Wednesday in real Tell life. Tell everyone you don't know yes. about yeah. See You Next Wednesday. Try so, it. Andrew Christian, thanks for your iTunes review. He said, love, love the show. I look forward to it every week. It's one of my must-listen-to shows. Fuck Gene. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's an old one. There yeah. you go. So, <laughs> thank you so much for that. I wonder uh-huh. if that's just stuck with him or if he's just that far back in the <laughs> That's good. Um, How you guys been? Oh, pretty good, man. Yeah, yeah, been real good. I was uh, I was at home at my uh, my parents' place this weekend. Yeah, because uh, I was celebrating my grandmother's hundredth birthday. Man, yes, that's amazing. She's goddamn hundred years old. Yeah, that's man, that's so good. And she was like, she seemed m- younger than most of the people there, mm-hmm. myself included. <laughs> Ooh. You're just eating hard candy and uh, uh, drinking medium temperature coffee. <laughs> uh, yeah, just pooping at inappropriate times. <laughs> Complaining about various races. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Mm-hmm. Nice. I had a grandmother. Uh, she got uh, 101. Oh. Yeah. It's not a contest, Greg. So, well, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> soon. But as soon as my grandmother hits 102, <laughs> in your face, stupid. <laughs> yeah. Uh-uh. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, that's awesome. 
grandparents. Mm-hmm. You know, I love them. Yeah. yeah. So uh, on to movie news and stuff. Uh, but before we get into what's been going on in the world of movies, mm. I think we need to take a quick stop in the world of music. Okay. And to discuss something that's a little not not great to open the show with sad news, but oh, I think man. we should we go always do. much yeah. further before we say uh, Prince passed away. Yeah. Um, now, I feel like of the three of us, Greg is the closest to his music, although I like much of it. Yeah. I just am not I, someone who's... I own albums. Yeah, I'm yeah. not someone who's super well-versed. Yeah. No, and I gen- generally dislike all of Prince's music. We did an album. for his guitar solos. Oh, yeah. Which I fucking love. He is a hell I of a guitar I love the way player. he plays guitars. Yeah. Uh, I love the way he constructs songs. He's a musical genius, no yeah. question. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, but I just, I do not care for his music. But. Yeah, I get that. Because, yeah. like, I... Uh, I was not into Prince at all. Uh, my cousin was like crazy, crazy into Prince, like in the Purple Rain era. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I was like, this is stupid. I love Michael. <laughs> you know? Uh, and, uh, but oh, I. Oh, Jackson. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I just thought somebody no. named. No, my Michael. brother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Prince, I love my brother. It's <laughs> a weird sense. Uh, but I was uh, I, I got exposed to his stuff over time more, after high school pretty much. I mean I I liked when Doves Cry and uh-huh. Purple Rain's a Sweet Jam. I was always into that, but didn't really care about anything else. And uh, but I you know uh, finally realized I should give a good listen to Sign of the Times. I was like, holy shit, man, this is some really really impressive yeah. stuff. And the, and the Purple Rain album is fantastic. Um, but I get that it's not really for everyone because I've heard lots of Prince where I'm like, no, no, sir. Yeah. yeah. This, is, this isn't going to work for me. But um, it's always interesting. Like, yeah, I've never been like, this is a bad song. 100%. Like, you know, it's like it's, most of the time I'm like, I don't understand. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, <laughs> it's the, some crazy shit that he writes sometimes. You know? Yeah, yeah. And I'll, I'll just be like, okay, well, yeah, I, I'm, I'm just, I'm not on board for this. But yeah. It's interesting. Good on you for writing it. 100% unique. Yeah. You know, he's just like, there's no rules to writing songs. Yeah. He can do all this weird shit. And totally. Structures are all crazy. Yeah. Or, you know, I don't know what he's talking about sometimes. Like, oh my God. <laughs> Usually uh, pussies. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I was thinking about this uh, uh, the other day. He, I, I completely slipped my mind, but Vanity died early this year. Yeah, too. that's right. Yeah. She was 57. Huh. They both huh. died. 57 years God old. God damn it, that's yeah, fucked up. Totally. This was like a super unexpected death. Yeah. Um, he was fighting the flu, and then, you know, all he canceled a couple shows, and then he was seen out and about, and then yep. out of nowhere. Just bam. There he goes. But from what I've heard, and this might be like super speculative, you know, journalism, but basically the gist of what I've read is that he was fighting the flu, and he, and he also has hip injuries from the years gone by. And it may have been a combination of, like, taking Percocets or being somebody who takes a lot of Percocets and mm-hmm. then also be battling the flu. And the it, the thing, op- opioids or whatever, and Percocets, if you're doing that stuff while you're on a flu, on, like, when you have flu, it can, like, contradict each other and make you basically, like, not be able to breathe. Holy shit. And it might have been, like, this is, again, I just read this somewhere yeah. in a rag on the internet, like, you know, some site. I don't know if it's reputable, but... If that's the case, that's so fucking sad. Like, didn't have to happen. No. Kind of couldn't see it coming. Kind of death. Like, yeah. Fuck to somebody that's so 
brilliant. Yeah, would it, that and, we could have had years a, and years and years of genius, you yeah. know, to come. Yeah, such a strange death for Prince, somebody that you wouldn't think could die. No, like, it, it's a weird year for people like that. Like Bowie, yeah. though, it seems incongruous that David yeah. Bowie could die. Same with Prince. Like he just seems like some otherworldly little yeah, butterfly. Just like, no, no, that doesn't happen. Yeah, not at all. Did you guys does, see? Uh, Death comes to us all. It's true. Did you see that uh, Springsteen uh, opened I did his see show that, yeah. with uh, Purple Rain? Yeah. I heard that. Yeah. Wow. It's yeah. A fucking fantastic rendition. Yeah. Fantastic. So good. I, I was watching that and I was like, 2016, you fucking leave the boss alone. Yeah. You leave the yeah. boss alone. <laughs> yeah. I will Spr- flip out. <laughs> stay, stay away from these types of things. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I can't take it anymore. Seriously. Years. Ugh. Yeah, it's insane. Well, it's super sad. Um, yeah, and and I I like you know I don't want to be like jumping on a bandwagon going like oh I'm mourning the the death of Prince too because he just he never meant that much to me or anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's sad and it's weird yeah. and it's important, but yeah, yeah, it meant that much to me. But uh, uh, I I watched that video that was going around of uh, it was like a Rolling Stone thing um, of everybody doing while well, my guitar gently weeps. Right. Yeah, oh. watch that. I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That guitar solo is. I like fucking bananas. One of the best thing ever, ever <laughs> I, done. I hate guitar solos. Uh, Somehow I love them when he does them. Yeah, yeah. he's really got a thing with it. Did you and see that that cover of Creep he did? Uh, no, but that I've surfaced a little while ago. Um, I think because Radiohead kept asking him to do it. Like, oh, put it out. That's yeah. so awesome. He's like, I don't put my shit out. Yeah, he's like, put it out. It's awesome. Like, nah, it's not my thing. <laughs> like six years later, he's like. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I watched amazing. it like three or four months ago. And I was like, holy shit. It's yeah. creep. And it's like seven minutes long because there's a million guitar solos in it. <laughs> and I'm not big on a song that has more than one guitar solo usually. But this, I was like, wow. Yeah. Keep it going. Oh, yeah. Shit. It, yeah. It's it's really weird. It's like he instinctually structures um, just a one-off solo. Mm-hmm. Because the solo that he played, it's not a structured solo. You can tell he's just everywhere. Yeah. But it's weirdly structured. Like, it's mm-hmm. it's he knows how to phrase a guitar solo yeah. in the fucking yeah. tightest way. And it's so compelling. And yeah. to just go and be on a stage with, like, the, and it, obviously he's a legend, and everybody else on the stage is a legend. Mm-hmm. But for the, like, two minutes or however long it is that he's playing this, like, solo, yeah. nobody else matters. It's at like, yeah. he's just like, I'm it's, fucking Prince. Yeah. I'm doing this, like, best best solo ever. And you're like, look at all these legends over there. Fuck them. Look at it. Yeah. yeah. This guy <laughs> is Petty, the guy. Steve Winwood, <laughs> Jeff Lynn. Yeah. And all these, yeah. And it's just, it doesn't fucking matter yeah. because Prince. And the funny thing is, my, uh, my sister's boyfriend was saying that a couple of weeks or a month earlier or something, Rolling Stone, because it was a thing for Rolling Stone, Rolling Stone had uh, done an article of the top 100 guitar players yeah. of all time or something like that, and Prince wasn't on it. Ugh. Get the fuck out. Uh, and, oh, uh, uh, yeah, and so he just showed up at this thing and was like, uh, <laughs> here, this... <laughs> Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, like I, I just think, and I don't even know if he was doing it for spite. I don't know how spiteful a man Prince was, yeah. but, uh, I, but there, there was I a bet lot of Rolling Stone was like, oh fuck, yeah, <laughs> damn, yeah. There was a lot of stuff going around of like people who had these compilations of him like throwing shade and stuff, and he seemed like not spiteful, but he had that like sense of humor, you know, about yeah. him. Well, yeah. he didn't take any shit either. Like, he no, just got exactly. his whole fucking catalog back from Warner. Yeah. yeah. Like, he went at them and got his whole totally. shit. That's pretty fucking crazy. Like, so trying to, like, you know, there's no streaming Prince albums. No, no. You gotta Which, go buy I'm, it, man. Uh, yeah, or, and, like, YouTube, forget about it. 
just fucking lazy people doing horrible covers of his fucking stuff. Yeah. But, yeah this is what I wanted to watch. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> Thanks, YouTube. Well, that's what that's 90% of what YouTube is. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, go listen to a Prince record if you haven't before. I Be careful which one you pick. Pets. I don't know. It's a weird, it's a weird road. I don't know what's going to work for you. Time yeah. of the Times, I think, is kind of like that's sort of everyone's. Yeah, that's yeah. probably the best. But like Diamonds and Pearls is a fucking great album. Great album. Crazy album. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, super yeah. sad. Rest mm-hmm. in peace, you tiny little weirdo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. All right, well, moving on into movie news and such. Uh, we Oh, I wanted to circle back uh, real quick. Turns out Michael Keaton uh, may not be joining right. Spider-Man Homecoming after all. We talked about that last week. Yeah. As far as uh, I know, the last article I read said it hasn't passed the like offer phase, so we don't know. Yeah. I don't know if it's a no now or if it's a maybe, but that news that broke may have been not quite as far as we right, just, right. you know had read whatever i just want michael keaton to be in movies totally that's all i really give a fuck about yeah um what else uh we just watched a trailer before the show yeah uh well, why don't we talk about that the magnificent seven yeah yeah so antoine fuqua <gasps> he's fuqua. got yeah uh i had not seen this trailer until just today greg had well, already watched it yeah so what, what do you guys think about this thing um, well, when I heard it was going on, I was like, ah, I don't do that. <laughs> yeah. That's not going to work out great at all. Um, but fuck me, it looks awesome. Looks yeah. so good. Like, really fun. Like, so much fun. Guess what? Antoine Fuqua's blowing up buildings again. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man, he blows up so many buildings made out of wood, <laughs> which is the best thing to blow up. Yeah. Looks so good. It looks awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I'm so on board for this. Uh, Denzel Washington, uh, Chris Pratt, Vincent D'Onofrio, Ethan Hawke. Fucking who else is in there? Um, uh, 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 I don't remember. I don't know. <laughs> Lots of people. Like for at least three other guys. Yeah. Two <laughs> <laughs> and including as as three other guys. <laughs> yeah. The magnificent four plus three. <laughs> yeah. I, when I saw this, when I saw that this trailer was released, I didn't run to watch it because I was kind of thinking, like, I wonder what the response to this is going to be. If it's yeah. going to be, hey, don't do that. But I've generally I've just seen people sharing it, saying this looks amazing. Yeah, it looks like so, a lot of fun. Man. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm super on board for that. Uh, there's been a bunch of like fun ass trailers coming out though. Yeah. Uh, um, of, of things that I was like, I was not expecting to be that excited about this film. Yeah? Yeah. I felt that way about Michael Keaton uh, in the first trailer for The Founder. Sure. About the creation of McDonald's. I yeah. thought oh. that's going to be... If somebody just a- told me it's a movie about McDonald's, I'd be like, hey, fuck off, man. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> I, like, I, I know a little bit about the, the history of McDonald's, so... Uh, I, and I didn't even know Don't that brag. that was a thing until... Uh, I read a book, you guys. <laughs> well, that was uh, somebody. Somebody talked about like, oh, that's the book I remember reading about. You know, in school, that it was like the one like entrepreneur book that everybody read, like about the creation of McDonald's. But for me, it was always Lee Iacocca. <laughs> that oh, was the really? book we read that's in school. Uh... Was like uh, him and the the K car and all that shit. Yeah, yeah. But hmm. it, but this looks great. Yeah. Except they do say from the director of The Blind Side. Yeah, which, which I, I, not a good I movie, never man. saw The Blind. No, oh, it's not good. Yeah, yeah. so it's like but, a TV movie. Yeah, that kind of quality. So I hope this isn't TV movie, but I he really, really it. hope so too. Yeah, I think that it can actually afford to be a little bit like that because the story itself is actually pretty fascinating. So yeah. I think that if they just 
straight up tell the story. Yeah. It can be a little rough around the edges. Yeah, you can kind of just be set up the camera and let yeah. this cast go. You know? Yeah, and so. that's the thing. Like, look, look at the rest of the cast. You've got... Uh, look at them. Uh, no, like, look at them. <laughs> Into their eyeballs. Go find, go find pictures of them, or if you know them, go to their houses <laughs> and look at them. Really look at them. Yeah. And then tell them, you're going to be in a movie. You're doing great. <laughs> you're doing great. Proud of you. Um, yeah, you got uh, John Carroll Lynch, uh-huh. uh, Michael Keaton, look at mm-hmm. others. Yeah. Uh, Ron Swanson. <laughs> Uh, yeah, sure. Or Nick Offerman, if you like. Uh-huh. <laughs> Nick Offerman, if you're nasty. Yeah. Um, uh, man, yeah. I just I think this is going to be a really fucking good time. I totally. Hope so. There's been like some concern that its uh, release date got moved because it was supposed to come out in like November yeah. or December for prime Oscar time, but then it got bumped over to August. Okay. Oh. Which isn't the dead zone exactly, but it's not great no, either. So no. I don't know if that's the studio's it's, faith it's in the movie or they're like, you know what? A... Fucking this is good enough to compete with some summer shit. Yeah. It's weird to put that up against uh, Summer Fair, but yeah. uh, but who knows? Maybe it's uh, a rock'em sock'em. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it's got that cast and it's a fucking crazy story. So yeah. Yeah. I Hopefully. just read Killer yeah. Croc. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you're welcome for that internet. <laughs> I'm proud of myself. Uh, um, so speaking of trailers, let's ride this train on over to yeah. uh, discussion about the new, the second trailer for Independence Day Resurgence. Yeah. Now the first trailer came out, and I was like, "That looks pretty good." Sure. I'm interested. Sure. In at least watching it. Fine. But yeah, I was um, like, "Well, I will watch this." They but did. Not they, because hey, of they, this they actually made it. Is what I was thinking when I yeah. said Yeah. Yeah. Um, well. Mm-hmm. But then, then this one, this came, one out. came out, which is just, you know, wall-to-wall explosions so and stuff. awesome shit. Yeah. And... The trailer, I have said this before about movies, but the trailer is an awesome movie. Yeah, so. I've watched it like a couple of times. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to see this yeah. movie. It looks so good. I, uh, yeah, never in my wildest dreams would I be like, oh, fuck yeah! <laughs> ID42. <laughs> oh, fuck oh, yeah! Fuck yeah! Yeah. Um, yes, you did, baby! <laughs> <laughs> did you watch it with David Lee Roth? <laughs> Try to as many movies as I can see Alien with Diamond technology, Dead. baby. <laughs> uh, goodness, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, shit, that looks great. Yeah. I bet Will Smith is like, fuck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Why because... did I say no to this? Yeah, and uh, and I wonder if he's seen the trailers for uh, Suicide Squad because then I bet he's like. Fuck! <laughs> I think those trailers. I thought the last all trailer right. was yeah. Suicide Squad. I don't have high hopes for some of the trailers. Have a fun energy. I'm I more think and the more trailers have a fun energy, yeah. but I think uh, I, 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 think I, don't the, I don't think the movie's anywhere near as fun as those trailers. No, are. at all. And I think the content of the trailer is uh, banal and it is not nearly as funny as it thinks it is. Yeah, I and, think the last trailer was really good. I was uh, off board on this movie until that last trailer. Right, and I think the whole reporting about like oh they're doing reshoots, it's going to be oh, garbage. Whatever. It's like whatever. Ev- so many fucking movies. So they're many doing movies shoots do reshoots right up till the end. Y- yeah, dead, dead movies that. Fuck ton of reshoots. Yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah. Uh, for the same reason, to put more comedy in it. Yeah, that's well, what they're trying to do. Funny up this shit. No, well they they, they came say out no, and that's said not no, the that's case. not true. Yeah, we're not trying to be Deadpool. Yeah, no. Yeah, uh, right. <laughs> yeah, uh, but uh, I don't know. I'll fucking reserve judgment. But uh, man, you know who's not making it easy for me? Jared Leto. Yeah. 
He is not making it easy for me to like this movie. Yeah, we'll he see. Keeps sending everybody condoms. Yeah. Oh right, yeah, <laughs> yeah that was dumb. What a shithead! <laughs> so stupid. Used ones, right? Yeah, yeah you, he said, and he sent like a dead cat to somebody or something. Yeah. Or a dead I'm the rat. Joker. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Jared. Like, <laughs> like he's like, ooh, this is bleeding into my real life. Like, I don't want to say Heath Ledger's name, but <laughs> Heath Ledger. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh god, what a. Oh, yeah. It bothers me so much yeah. in ways that it shouldn't. I should have more important things to be bothered by. Yeah. Well, here's something I would like to know whether or not you are bothered by. Uh-huh. Uh, I am. It's official. <laughs> the Rock will star in a remake of Jumanji. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I'm not bothered. Is he Robin Williams? I imagine as such. Isn't it? No, it's him and somebody, isn't it? It's like The Rock and somebody are doing Jumanji. I don't know. That's all I wrote down was that it was him. Mm. I feel like this is one of those cases where a remake makes sense. Although I really... Yeah, well, yeah, because this is the kind of movie you remake. It's like, it's not great, but mm-hmm. the idea has potential. It holds a lot of nostalgia for a certain generation. Sure. I think it will be... Uh, I think it'll be weird without Rob Williams, because that was, like, totally a movie that he kind of carries outside of the special effects. Mm-hmm, yeah. But I do think, you know, this is the kind of movie you can take, update the effects... Tighten up the script, right? You know, get a, you know, tighten up the direction. It's, yeah. a, I mean, not that it was a poorly directed movie, but it was, just, it's just a fun movie that yeah. it doesn't hold up that great no. for lots of people. I, I like it, but I'm not like, oh no, don't touch Chumanji. Yeah, no, <laughs> at all. No, there's like, no, you, you know. Yeah, so. I'm like, yeah, do it even better, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, make it good this time, please. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I think I enjoyed Chumanji. Yeah, for no, it listen, was, it's but, like uh, you know. Like a solid C plus or something yeah, like that. Yeah, like yeah. I, I've seen it three or four times because it's been on some superstation exactly. or some shit, and I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, yeah. David Allen Greer is a delight in this movie. <laughs> yeah, he was. I've seen it only once in the theater, and I was like, that's a good movie. I'll never see again. Sure. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Until they make it with a wrestler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At which point I will also never see it again. <laughs> I don't know about that. Um, I lo- and I love The Rock. Look, I, I yeah, do, but yeah. I won't go and see a movie just because The Rock is in it. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, will you go see a movie because the director of The Impossible made it? Because that's what's happening with the Jurassic World sequel. Yeah, I heard that. Oh, really? Yes. Uh, well, really, The Impossible yes. was a goddamn great the director movie. of The Impossible what? and The Orphanage. Yeah, also so, a great movie. Also a great oh, movie. Oh, I never saw The Orphan. Yeah, really good. It's very good. Yeah. I keep meaning to. That's really so, interesting. I think maybe this huh. next round we'll get something that has a little bit more of a story of a or interesting plot <laughs> or uh, well, a directorial Colin stamp. Trevorrow did uh, Safety Not Guaranteed, and that was a great movie uh-huh. when he had no money. I, I don't know about great. Story. I like that movie, but I don't think it's great. Uh, yeah, I think it's great. It's good. It's a, like... Pat, it's like, hey, I watched that on Netflix and I really dug it. Uh, Goodbye. All right. <laughs> well, I think at this point we're just getting into semantics. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I really enjoyed it, and then uh, and I thought it, it relied on um, story and not money. Yeah. And, and I was uh, excited yeah. when I heard that that was the name coming. Well, the into director it. Yeah. of The Impossible has shown twice now that they. they what was the director's name? Uh, I can't remember. Whatever. I didn't write down. Okay. He's made films where he has had ma- lots of uh, effects going on. Yeah, and big, those big effects, films. Really massive effects telling emotional stories. Yeah. Um, so hopefully he can use that yeah. sort of skill to make a Jurassic Park movie that's worth a fuck. Or maybe he'll come in and make a Jurassic Park movie that's just like led by committee because maybe they won't let anybody make a Jurassic Park movie that isn't 
produced that way. Well, there's a good chance of that. Yeah. yeah. Because that's what happened with Trevor. With the money that this last one did. I don't yeah. think anyone was expecting that. Yeah. You know? But is that or is that a reason to, to take their hands off a little bit and say, like, if we allow somebody to come in with a bit more style, maybe that's fine because the last one made so much? Or do they say, we have to do it like that again? Who knows? Well, I don't suppose the it's a it's a, a franchise that's given to people styles. Like, I mean, yeah. what was it? Spielberg, Spielberg, Johnston. Is it yeah. Johnston? Yeah. Johnston. Johnston. Yeah. Um, and, and they all are pretty similar in tone. Yeah, John, I feel like yeah. Johnson's a Spielberg esque kind of yeah. guy. Yeah. Oh, he, sure. well, yeah, he was like an one effects of the, driven Spielberg. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, like I, I feel like they're probably just going to go like just do the big dinosaur thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't we, know. we shall well, see. Well, let's see. You had like one that has some, uh, you know, story yeah. and uh, yeah, something, something interesting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, that was all the news I I wrote down pretty much. Yeah, pretty so. much. What about uh, things you guys have been watching? Hmm. Huh? I saw things. Now that's an so interesting thing to talk yeah. about. Yeah, I saw you. Hey, here, I'll start because uh, you caught the end of it, and we were just talking about the yes. uh, Magnificent Seven. So uh, I watched that trailer and I was like, "Yeah, fucking." And it says, and you know, from the director of uh, Training Day and The Equalizer. Yeah, I was like, "Man, that looks like fun." And I was then I was going through shit on uh, old cable and I saw The Equalizer. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm gonna watch The Equalizer. So I, I, I gotta say, I, I always wanted to see that Equalizer. I kind of yeah. wanted to see it too. I was, yeah. pretty, I was fairly curious what this kind of got me there, and so I finally watched it. So uh, and I just finished it right as we were about to begin recording yeah. here. Um, so yeah, The Equalizer. Uh, that movie sucks donkey dicks. It's <laughs> yeah. terrible. It's a shitty fucking movie, and I'll tell you why. You know how that Magnificent Seven movie looks like fun and fucking action and cool? And yeah. this movie's like really brutally violent with no fun at all. Yeah. It's just this deadly, serious, somber, lifeless movie where people get punched brutally in the face every once in a while. And it's just that. like, I'm not in, like, I don't want. I don't want to just I, I, when I want action and violence in a movie. I don't want to just like really see what it looks like to have a man <laughs> have his face bludgeoned, you know, <laughs> while from some unfeeling, you know, <laughs> faceless person. I'm like, oh, that's fucking. That sounds like it's painful. Um, and I'm like, and I'm watching it, and I'm like, it's got parts that I can really get down with because Denzel Washington is so good. Yeah, he's just always so so good. But the movie's just fucking terrible, and. I, I don't know when all movies like this just became Death Wish yeah. without any flair or style to them, but that's all this is. And I don't know why it's called The Equalizer. It, nothing to do with what the show. What does it have to do with that? Nothing. He doesn't even say, like... Well, although, at the end, I mean... Well, I, yeah, he I gets an like email at the end. I don't know where he said it's the email account to get emails. Well, like, no, I don't think it was an email. I think it was like a Craigslist, Craigslist thing. Was it Craigslist? Yeah. Well, fine. So I think yeah. it's, a, it's It's a button at the end. It's like, oh, and, oh, yeah, remember it was that show. But I, <laughs> the 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 three minutes that I watched, which is literally the end. Yeah. Oh, by the way, yeah. retroactive spoiler alert. Uh-huh. Um, it, it seems like th- this was supposed to be the origin story, right? And then the next movie a was supposed franchise? to be yeah, the actual. Fran- like, yeah, I yeah. offhandedly said, like, what is the end of a Marvel movie? Yeah, all I yeah. saw was like the music swelling and him being like, "I'm a vigilante now." Yeah, yeah, yeah. He uh, just, yeah, it's just all of it is, and man, it, there's so many lost opportunities, because basically what it is, is he's this super special forces guy who now works at, like, Home Depot and just fucking loves helping people, uh, and then his <laughs> uh, his hooker friend starts getting roughed up by her Russian mob owners, and so he goes and destroys the Russian mob. 
That's what I would do if anyone fucked with my hooker friends. Totally. But, <laughs> <laughs> but like you have this setup of you got this like like he's the most deadly man in the world. There's no one in the world better at fighting people than him. And he works at Home Depot. And they do one yeah. scene where he takes a hammer off the fucking yeah, shelf. I was gonna say, and I was like, like build a kill use bot. the whole store. Like, yeah, like, there's so much you can <laughs> That's do. The movie. Crazy shit. That is the whole movie, and it's not at all. And the whole climax takes place in a fucking Home Depot type place. And yeah, he uses a drill and some of the shit, but mostly it's just like too dark and people are just shooting each other with expensive guns. That, and I'm like this is that some is fucking a, garbage, man. Spend spend the first half of the movie making sweet weapons, and yes. then the second half using them. Using them. If they made this Here's movie, it <laughs> he did it, baby. <laughs> <laughs> fucking remake this movie and call it Home Depot. Home and kill put po. St- Stone Cold Home Steve Austin Depot. stars in it, and he works at Home Depot <laughs> and just murders people with a fucking garden hose and shit yeah, like that. Yeah, people who don't even deserve it. Yeah. If I want to see an old man, did you double park? <laughs> <laughs> if I want to see an old fucking awesome man beating the shit out of people, I will watch Better Call Saul. Yeah, sure. Yeah, it's a fucking bummer, bummer of a movie. But then I, so Magnificent Seven, I'm, I'm watching the whole time, I'm like, man, I wish Denzel would just enjoy a movie he's in. Like, yeah. he makes a lot of these where it's like too fucking serious. And it's yeah. just like, and I remember watching some like press junket for The Equalizer and somebody asked him about action movies. He's like, what's an action movie? What are you talking about? Ugh. Is this an action movie? I'm like, yeah. Yes, yes it, it is. is. <laughs> uh. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, so, like, th- this is very refreshing. Billy Bob Thornton? Uh, yeah, I don't know. It was weird. It's like he's been making the same kind of, like, it's he went down. You know how Liam Neeson keeps accidentally making the same movie over and yeah. over and over again? Whoops. And I've given him hope that he's going to make a good version of it. But like, Denzel kind of went down this slippery slope of Tony Scott films yeah. that led him to be this, like, sad, dejected hero guy who doesn't smile but fucking breaks people's arms. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's like uh, he's just too depressed to be an, an engaging action hero, but he's still so fucking when he does light up for a second, I'm like, yeah, this is the movie I want to see. Yeah. It's going to be like this That's all the time. That's the crazy thing is that he's got so much charisma yeah. that that like it's almost like he's like yeah but that's not how I'm gonna win my Oscar yeah, yeah. I'm gonna put my charisma to the side and be real uh, serious man. man so fucking this Magnificent Seven I can really get on board for because it looks yeah. fun I, I think maybe being around somebody like Chris Pratt who's probably just like this is the best <laughs> all the time you know and it yeah. looks like he is just having a ball in that movie yeah it could be nothing good uh, for somebody like Denzel who's just like he just he doesn't even have to be like he's this movie sucks. He's given nothing to do, and he's still, even though he's really like trying to keep it totally subdued, yeah. he's still totally engaging and interesting in this shit ass movie. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. All right. All right. He's just, well, he's just got to stop making bad Jason Statham movies. Yeah. yeah. That's what he's doing right now. Yeah, it's a weird choice for him at this point in his yeah, career. Yeah. Uh, speaking of action, then, uh-huh. very quickly, and I want to spend yes. a lot of time on this. I watched Above the Law. Yes. 1988, Steven Seagal. His first movie. His first uh, film, debut film. Yeah. Directed by Andrew Davis, who made Code of Silence with Chuck Norris, which is Chuck Norris's best film, Uh in my opinion. And he also did The Fugitive. So. Terrific. I. Thought this movie was great. Yeah, uh, it's, it's it's the most like a movie. Yeah, that Seagal made. It's too long. Yeah, uh, and it really is uneven overall. But it's the most uh, movie. Yeah, movie yeah. movie. Like of. taking it seriously, it's like it <laughs> yeah. is. Yeah, it's not totally like there's still funny over the top things. But <laughs> yeah, 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 overall, yeah. you're watching a movie and yeah. there's a plot, a crime thriller, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, it was really good. Yeah. And it's y- got that, but it has the first example of like 
why does he run like that? Yeah. He's got a great one of him running with a tank top on. Like, yes. oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't they show you the dailies? You might want to try that again, man. Yeah. And, I, and, I, and uh, Have and you it heard t- him talk? He probably saw the dailies and was like, I nailed that run. Yeah. And and <laughs> it has uh, run. And Andrew Davis and Steven Seagal like, work together on the story, and it takes itself pretty seriously. Oh, which yeah. Is, which ends up being funny, but also ends up making it more watchable of a very like, oh, I should at least pay attention to this movie. Right. It's not like one of his later ones where I'm just going to look up every time I hear someone's like neck snap or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> For sure. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I, I like Above enjoyable. the Law. It's yeah. all right. It's good. Yeah. There's some good. good action sequences in it. Totally. Yeah. Uh, Pam Greer. Henry yep. Silva, yeah, those kind of those, that's a good trio for H- sure. And Seagal with those three together, it's good. Henry Silva is a great uh, bad guy, and Pam Greer is pretty pretty wicked in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you haven't seen Above the Law, check it out. Casey, I will. What have you been watching? Yeah. Um, I've been watching uh some stuff, not a great deal of stuff. I watched three episodes of uh, Saturday Night Live in a yeah. row. Oh, that was depressing. Dang. Why'd you, why'd you do that? Because uh, because I want to stay on board just yeah. just because I want to I guess but uh, it's rough the right now. Writing is it's really god bad. awful. It's really bad. It it, it was the, there was no sketches and it was just like uh, imagine if, uh, this one's about buttholes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now this one's going to be about dicks. It's uh, yeah. It's it's base. It's stupid <laughs> yeah. and uh, and upsetting. You know SNL better than anyone I know. Probably. Um, now it is this the darkest time yet? I mean, in in the history of of Saturday yeah. Night Live, it's oh, pretty no. bad. I mean, this I mean, is the, Olmeyer bad. This uh, is because yeah, um, okay. that when when Lauren Michaels left. There's that real new generation. Yeah. You know, if you got that like that scrolling cityscape shot in the opening credits, like, oh, not watching this one. Yeah. <laughs> no, th- this this isn't that. This isn't yeah. uh, you know Tim Kazarinsky and Mary Gross bad. Yeah. Okay, this is, it's uh, not that bad. No, it's pretty bad. It's got um, uh, because that that era had cast members that it didn't know what to do with. Yeah. It had one cast member. That was just like fucking. I'm going to do it all myself, mm-hmm. and uh, that's why there's still Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Um, but this, uh, there are cast members. There's really it's talented a good people cast. here. Yeah. It's yeah. ultimately a good cast. It's a good cast of funny people who are all being used very, very wrong. Yeah. There's only a couple people. Actually, you know what? I'm hard pressed to think of anybody right now uh, on the show. That I don't like, and to be honest, I'm coming around a little bit on Leslie Jones. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't think she's funny, and I don't think she's uh, Saturday Night Live good. Mm-hmm. And I think that when they hinge a, a whole sketch on the fact that she's an offensive human being, mm-hmm. um, it's a disservice to her as a comedic actress and to the show. Uh, but, but she can be funny. Yeah. So maybe if they stop relying on on uh, uh, trying to make her a personality and make her a cast member, mm-hmm. then she'll fit in. Uh, again, they they don't use Sashir Zameda at all, and it bugs me. Um, Hmm. And they've still got Bobby Moynihan. They've still got uh, uh, yeah, Cecily uh, Strong, Cecily Strong, Kate McKinnon, yeah. uh, Michael Che, and Colin Yo- Colin Yost, Colin Jost doing the news yeah. is is yeah. super solid. Yeah, uh, it just the writing staff is uh, it's so bad. I don't know. 
it feels like this is a cast that doesn't know how to write for itself mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, and the people they've got writing um their stuff don't know what the fuck they're doing except for Kyle Mooney and uh and ben yeah, Bennett. Kyle yeah. those guys uh just they, they just need to fucking uh you know lonely island it up yes. yeah the show's got to get maybe out of its box a little bit if everything feels just tired it feels like old man's they, comedy show you know what i mean yeah they, they've been rebuilding for the past couple of years yeah um y- you know they were in a golden age like they, they were uh at, at a peak yeah um y- you know they had bill Hader, they had Kristen wig they had uh uh you know and even Sudeikis even uh, yeah, yeah and even farther back than that they had tina fey they had yeah. amy poehler yeah. like they were on a high for a long, long time. time um that nobody thought that they would get back to yeah. once the uh, you know, they were in the, um, uh, oh, well, what was it like the early nine or early nine, late nineties, kind of like the real slump with, uh, you like know, the, the like Chris where Kattan years. Chris Kattan yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and they were like misusing Dave Koechner and, yeah, and like yeah, all yeah. people like that. Um, but, uh, but you know, it's not as bad a slump as I've seen it get into. Yeah. So, so they'll pull out of it. And cause even in the Chris Kattan years, there was a couple of things that yeah. I was like, that's fairly inspired, or some of the cast members took it upon themselves well, to do know, shit. But I haven't seen at that time. Yeah, exactly. As much and as you Tracy had. Morgan being really weird. Yeah, yeah. Tracy Morgan being as funny as I guess he's ever been. Yeah. Um, that fucking astronaut Jones. Yeah. Oh, man. That's yeah. so good. And the first couple times he did Brian Fallon. That's pretty great. <laughs> Very good. Um, <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, you know, the, the talent is there. Yeah, well, it's hopefully it'll just, break it's through. It's being misused right now. Yeah. I'd hate to see a cast this good be the thing that finally buries the show. Problem is, uh, yeah, the problem is the the cat they're trying to make the cast uh, movie stars too fast. Yeah, um, like Kate McKinnon, uh, they're they're throwing her into the movies. You know, she's not going to be incentivized to stick around uh, uh, SNL mm-hmm. uh, because it's a grueling fucking schedule. And yeah. it would be much easier to be a fucking movie star. Fuck yeah. And she's easily funny enough to do it. Yeah, but I feel gonna, like a lot of them are... chase right yeah. the fuck out of there. Uh, <laughs> God willing, she's not going to be that big a dick about it. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I yeah. don't know. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I heard you say misuse of talent. Yeah. Uh, so... I'm, I kind of want to spiral off that real quick. Yeah. Uh, I watched a movie this week called Hush. Have you guys oh, uh, seen this pop uh, up on Netflix? Yeah, I have. And I've, kinda, I've read that. half of the synopsis, maybe. <laughs> yes. So the only reason I watched this is because it's written uh, and directed by the guy that made Oculus. And I thought, this is, I like <laughs> Oculus a lot. This uh-huh. is a good, you know, I'm going to, uh, I hated his uh, earlier film called Absentia. And I really liked Oculus, mm-hmm. and I thought, okay, I'm going to have to check this out. A lot of people have been talking about Hush, um, and I I skipped over it on Netflix because, yeah, you read the thing, and it's just like, oh, a woman's at home, and she can't, she's deaf, and, like, it's a home invasion thing. Yeah. And you're kind of like, okay, another home invasion movie. Like, yeah. But then I was like, okay, the talent behind it, I'm actually interested in this director, whether right. or not he's going to kind of, like, carve this career out for him or what, because I've been on one movie and off the other. So I watched it. It stars uh, John Gallagher Jr., who we recently saw in oh, yeah. um, uh, 10 Cloverfield Lane and Short Term 12. Oh, oh, that guy's terrific. Yes. Yeah. He plays the you know masked guy that shows up at this yeah. uh, reclusive um, writer's house who is deaf, uh, and so she can't 
she can't hear him, and they can't really communicate other than through signing or other Sounds things. Sounds like some shenanigans. So it's it's a lot like <laughs> wait wait until dark um, with Audrey Hepburn. It has yeah. that kind of like you know. Um, there's a sort of a twist on this kind of cat and mouse slasher thing. Yeah. And for the first, you know, half hour, 45 minutes, it, it is pretty good it, and, and manages to kind of get you, get you locked in on this sort of cat and mouse game between these two, uh, characters, her character, particularly, I think they do a really good job visually, uh, establishing her and sort of the world that she lives in, the kind yeah. of person she is. And then the movie just becomes... An average movie, yeah, and really falls flat in the final act of the movie. And I just yeah. felt like there was this opportunity to make something more than what they made, and and it's really shitty because I thought Oculus was great, yeah. Um, and a lot of people have been talking about this as being like, oh, people need to watch this because you know it's really easy to skip over because it sounds like something everything you've seen before. But once you get into this, once you get past the, the like, she can't hear him, and they're, they're going to have their back and forth thing. It is, is he, just... like, dropping stuff? Like... <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh. No. Uh, that would be funny. Like, they, the, the first chunk of the movie, like, they have an interesting thing. Like, she has, like, a, a Mac, and, and he and manages to get her phone, so he starts taking pictures of her, and that's how she realizes he's there, because she's uh-huh. getting these notifications where her picture pops up of her on her laptop. Right. And it's like, oh, shit, like, this is crazy. And he reveals... I I don't his, remember taking this picture. Yeah. And he reveals his uh his identity, takes his mask off really early, so right. it becomes like like this isn't about, you know, oh, it's the maskless killer. It's about like two actual characters interacting the whole movie right. and it just feels nice for about half hour, but yeah. Unfortunately, Doesn't I can't get, get behind this movie. Very disappointing. Oh. Um and I really hope that this uh I think it was a a really kind of stopgap movie between things. He made Oculus, which was really popular, and then he made this, and it ended up getting picked up by Netflix to be a Netflix, like, not original, but they made it, Netflix picked it up, and it went to Netflix. So I kind of hope that the next thing he does is maybe now, because he's been back and forth for me, so we'll see. But I can't recommend it uh, for anyone that wants anything more than just uh, your average, but technically executed well movie. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Okay, I won't watch it. All right. Yeah, Mm. sounds like I'm not going to watch that, too. Yeah. Yeah. Unless we want to make it the next Oculus uh, <laughs> versus, <laughs> although it seems like the stakes are a little bit lower. For this one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what What have you guys been watching then, Casey? You oh, well, you were watching Saturday Night Live. Yeah, did you watch I any watched movies? Saturday Night Live. I, I did. I watched a couple of movies. Greg, uh, yeah. Uh, what about you? What about me? What about you? Well, fuck, man. I watched some stuff. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'm Greg. Uh, I got Greg. <laughs> I just, I, you know, uh, I watched a classic uh, with Athena that she had not seen before. It's always fun to experience uh, some of the better movies that anyone's ever made and, yes. to, you know, see someone get their, someone's first reaction of them. Um, and uh, so, yeah, I rewatched uh, Fistful of Dollars. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Uh, Man with No Name. Um, I've brought the, these movies up a couple of times. This is Sergio Leone, Spaghetti Westerns. are so yeah. fucking great. Um, and I'm not a big Western fan. And I, I can't stress that enough. I can't just watch a Western. Yeah. For, listen, the, for, for Just because it's a Western. Because they're fucking boring as shit yeah, for, for sure. the most part. Like 90% of them is just not very good. Or you got to really know how you're navigating. It's like like being a, uh, listening to metal. You really got to know how to navigate. Yeah. <laughs> you can't just pick up an album. Yeah. Um, I, I, and But as long as it's Sergio Leone, you're going to be fine. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I, I love, love, fucking love Fistful of Dollars so much because it's really it really is kind of a blueprint for 
like a thousand movies that followed yeah. it, and it's the way Eastwood plays the hero. It's the way they set up and show how he's a like a badass, and the kind of catchphrases he has, or like the fucking shit talking he does throughout this movie <laughs> for 1964 is pretty fucking great. And it's just I don't know. It's got a great. Like I was watching the Equalizer, and. You know, he's just so good at beating the shit out of everybody. Yeah. And he's always got the upper hand. He's just so much smarter than everybody. And Eastwood is. The man with no name is totally smarter than them, but it's not perfect because you, be de- you can't be perfect all the time. And he yeah. totally fucking gets busted and caught. He gets the shit knocked out of him. <laughs> and it's great. Like the th- So like you're going into the third act, and he can barely walk. Yeah. And it's great. And it gives you this real sense of tension. You don't know if your hero is going to make it. And holy fucking, why is he even doing it? Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> there's mystery. And, there's, and you, <clears throat> you're sure he's probably going to make it because that's yeah, what happens. Of course. But when he does, it's all the better. Oh, man. Yeah. It's so good. Because there's a little vindication after him getting his uh, his shit fucked up. Yeah. Um, I, I, Gorman and I have talked about this before. I'm pretty sure on the show I got into and interested in in these movies and westerns because of uh, High Plains Drifter. Yeah, and I, oh, I and, shit. and I've mentioned on the show and on Facebook recently that <laughs> the only reason I got into westerns was because you lent me High Plains Drifter on right. VHS because <laughs> I was a guy that was like, yeah, westerns not really my thing. Right. You know, in high school when I was, you know okay with saying a whole genre not my thing yeah you know like <laughs> country music it's all garbage like <laughs> like an idiot yeah for sure but then i saw that movie and was like this is fucking yeah, amazing there's quality shit out there yeah. have you uh, have you guys seen once upon a time in the west i have not yeah watch that i've seen part of it i think i started watching it at like 3 a.m yeah, yeah. That's, that's you cannot do that that's yeah. a long movie <laughs> oh no, you can't uh, uh yeah uh watch that thing because like i i mean i Good, the bad, and the ugly is probably the best western, but yeah. I don't know, man. Once upon a time in the West is that is some serious shit. Jason yeah. Robards and fucking Charles Bronson, fucking uh, yeah. It's a it, oh boy, boy is it good. And the lines in it, the fucking lines in it, the fucking <laughs> badass dialogue. Yeah, oh, it's really something sweet. Yeah, so good. If you if you're not a western fan and you're like fuck that shit, I don't know if you if you haven't checked any of these movies out, you cannot go wrong with a Sergio yeah. Leone. Western. It's not the same thing. Yeah, yeah. And it lo- it looks amazing. It's like it's the the like it, there's something that's akin with Kubrick on it, and the 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 the, the framing of shots and the yeah. symmetry of things and just how things are laid out. That's oh, the man, thing. A Western can look look really nice. Oh boy, yeah. It can, it, a Western allows for really great direction. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Or the most boring thing you've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, well, that's I'm interested to see how Magnificent Seven the remake does because yeah. you know. Westerns in the past, you know, five or ten years haven't exactly lit the box office on no. fire. In fact, quite the opposite. Yeah, so well, they're doing them all wrong. That's why this this movie needs the cast it has. Yeah, yeah. yeah so for we'll sure. see. Yeah, uh, what a treat. Nice, yeah. Casey. Yeah, would you treat yourself to? Okay. Uh, well, guys, I watched uh, Zoolander two. Oh, mm. I did not because I was like, I don't think I need this. No, I heard some school. Like for kids, yes, I heard this too. Yeah, yeah, banned a screening of Zoolander two because it was too offensive, so they showed him Deadpool instead. Yes, that's <laughs> a surprise. Yes. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, Zoolander two, a movie that has been long delayed mm-hmm. uh, as a result of the death of Drake Sather, um, who to whom this movie is dedicated. Uh, this movie, you remember how Zoolander is like 
not a great movie. No. It's not supposed to be a great movie. No. It's just supposed to be a really dumb movie yeah. with a lot of really and funny, quite funny fun yeah. little yeah. things in it. That's exactly what Zoolander 2 is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's not a great movie, but it's really funny. Oh, really? Okay. Okay. I, and I am pretty sure I'm the only person in existence who's ever said this. Yeah. <laughs> I think everybody hated this fucking movie. I thought it was great. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. I, I, like, it knows what it is. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't try to be smarter than it is, but it also doesn't pull any punches. Now, there, uh, the, it, it got a lot of heat for um, its portrayal of a transgendered model. Yeah, yeah. Um, played, and by, I think uh, played by uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah. Um, and I think that is a bridge too far when it comes to political correctness. Right. Because they're not going like... Oh my God! This person's so fucking weird because they're trans, or like their their lifestyle is wrong, or anything. Yeah, it's just Derek Zoolander is trying to get back into the world of male modeling. Yeah, but he he's so confused by what the world is now that the world is all you know irony and uh, uh, and and acceptance and stuff like that. Yeah. So he's alienated by it. So no judgments are made. It's just, it's a part of the movie, and I think everyone was like, hey, that's something I can get offended by. I'm offended. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah. I, I, or at least I didn't think it was all that offensive. Right. Uh, but, again, I'm not of the trans world, so maybe maybe I'm totally wrong. Maybe it is offensive in a way I just didn't catch. Right. But uh, but well, I wasn't offended. Well, I'll watch it in later, I think. Yeah, yeah. It's so dumb. Yeah. And, and I can well, Zoolander is really dumb. I've seen it like three times. really, really dumb. But, <laughs> yeah. But so much fun and so funny, and it has its own heart. Yeah. And I think this movie has a little bit less of that, but is, uh, but is really funny. I feel like that's the thing with these sequels to movies like Anchorman or Zoolander. I feel like we, you know, both of the first movies in those franchises, I think, are so funny. And I think... We a lot of people have a lot of attachment to those movies because right. they watch them over and over again. Yeah. But if you were to take them somehow and objectively rank them somehow away from each other, like I didn't really like the second Anchorman, but I'm sure if in some bizarro world where the releases were reversed, I'd probably feel the same way about the first one if that was it. Like, right. just like, this because isn't the one that I know. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, oh, well, this is just so much more of the same. Yeah. But yeah. that's where I think Zoolander is a little bit different is that it it doesn't just give you the joke again because Anchorman two just Did gives kind of you just the, joke, you the again. joke again. Yeah, it's like uh, a Mike Myers movie. Yeah, he just gives you the joke again. Yeah, beats it into you, and then the where, third time. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and where Zoolander uh, takes the joke, gives you the joke again, but takes it to a bit of a different place, but also gives you different jokes. Okay, right. Uh, the highlight, I, I do have to say, speaking of Saturday Night Live, to tie it all in, the highlight of the movie is Kyle Mooney. No, man, oh, Kyle Mooney's so good. He is fucking hilarious. He plays like, he's like the new face of fashion. Yeah. But he's just this kid who's just like fucking over everything. Like, he's <laughs> like, oh my God, I love that. It's so stupid. I hate it. I love that. <laughs> uh, like, he's just like this fucking full on irony guy. Yeah. Um, and uh, and he just does it so fucking well. Like, it's I like, might watch it just for him. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, he is fucking fantastic. Uh, nice. But yeah, it's, uh, it's great. Uh, Sweet. And then finally, I will talk about something that, uh, or bring it up real quickly. You've already talked about it a while back. Um, 
last night, uh, Miles has never seen any Albert Brooks movies. Oh. Nice. Oh. So uh, so we started with Lost in America. Nice. Oh, sweet. Oh, man, what a fucking movie. Uh-huh. What, what else? Did she enjoy it? Uh, she loved it, yeah. Oh, good. Nice. So you're going to go so, on a, a Albert Brooks thing with her? I've and... got uh, Modern Romance queued up. Yeah. Um, although I almost feel like, because I, I feel like she's just going to fucking love Defending Your Life. Well, because yeah. it's the fucking it's the greatest. It's the best. Yeah. Uh, oh, man. I love time. that movie. You um, know what? I think you should maybe do Defending Your Life next and then do a double feature of Modern Romance and then feature it with the Heartbreak Kid. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, because seriously, those movies both together, they're fucking so... They're two of the best, like, anti-romantic comedies, right. but also romantic comedies of all right. time. Yeah. Yeah. All right, well, maybe I'll uh, uh, maybe I'll do that. I mean, I'll lead into Mother. Um, I-, I might just skip <laughs> The Muse altogether, because... I've never hey, seen yeah. that, yeah. It's, Very good. I, 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 I think I only saw, like, a half an hour, because yeah. I was like, I, I, I can't. didn't quite work, yeah. Mother's um, great, though. I like Mother. I like Mother, I, too, yeah. I've never <laughs> seen uh, Looking for Comedy in the Muslim World. Um, me either. And no, I've never heard anything about it. So maybe I'll give it a try. Maybe cool. Lewis. Maybe I will. Lois. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> very, very, very quickly, I wanted to say we've talked a lot about the news of that uh, National Lampoon uh, Netflix film oh, boy. about the creation and, right. and uh, history. Yeah. So this week I watched the documentary about National Lampoon called uh, Dr- Drunk Stoned Brilliant Dead. Yeah. And I'm not going to do too much of a review of it. I would love to know what you guys think of this documentary. I'll watch it before next week. Um, yes. I think it, uh, if anything, I it, it paints that picture of, oh, man, there there's a lot going on here that I think is going to make for a great, great, great movie with that cast. Mm-hmm. Um I will say I enjoyed the documentary. Uh, it's a good, you know, solid overview documentary of, you know, mm-hmm. here's how it started, here's where it went with the movies, and so on and so forth. I will be interested to see if the movie kind of tackles more of, you know, these people were brilliant and hilarious and stuff, but I think the the documentary is a little bit too sycophantic. It's a little bit too, like congratulatory of everybody and like we were all you know crazy and doing drugs and like using women as objects and it was a great time and it's like <laughs> I, the, I wouldn't go as far to say that the movie's offensive or anything but like yeah. there's a lot going on there with like egos and like i'm interested to see if the movie goes into a kind of like yeah you know they were the most brilliant comedians of all time but like Chevy Chase was in there, and he's a fucking piece of shit. Like, I, I want that side, too. That really disappoints yeah, me. Straight because, out of the this thing. Yeah, the movie is definitely like, well, yeah, it was great. Yeah. yeah. And that, I'm like, yeah, we had yeah. a couple of beers now and again. Nothing yeah. crazy. And, and, and a couple and of massive like, piles of cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> and Beats is like, yeah, you know, like, I got into this industry, like, on my back. Like, that and but it's, that's, and it's that's like the thing. A, that's why woo. that really disappoints me because every other thing that I've seen, even the fluff pieces of Saturday Night Live uh, history that I've seen, yeah, um, all paint this picture of like, yeah, it was a boys' club and it sucked. Like it all, it had the men going. Like it, it, it's always okay. Like there was. Um, uh, Tom Shales, uh, yeah. live from New York, uh, that that fucking epic book, yeah. which is a fucking amazing read. Um, but it, it, there, there was that. I, I just watched another uh, a Saturday Night Live um, documentary, uh, also called Live from New York. Yeah, hmm. which I heard um, was okay. It's uh, it's 
it's pretty glossy. Yeah. But it's but but it even talks about the same thing. So it's like all the men going like we were all really uh, high on drugs. Everybody was fucking everybody. It was a real man, yeah. uh, a real men's club, and not really going like that's a good or a bad thing. Yeah. Just saying it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, and um and you they, know Tom Davis and uh, and um uh oh fuck why well, can't I remember his name uh Stuart Smalley um. Oh, uh, Al Franken. Yeah. Uh, you know, we're just cowering in a corner somewhere. Uh, <laughs> and, and the women were like, yeah, it was a boys club. It sucked. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, and, everyone else was doing drugs and fucking. And Jane Curtin came in and was amazing and then went home. Uh, like, <laughs> like it, it, there, there's this honest telling w- yeah. uh, of this is how it was. I would say this this approaches the honesty. Like, there's a lot of of women that contributed to National Lampoon, and they are all there. I do. I obviously it skews super men because it, it was a boys' club, but they do represent themselves in in this movie very well. But yeah. it doesn't dive into any of that. Like, and how does everyone feel about it? And, and like, what was like the reality of the, it's just it is very glossed over and i wasn't like yeah. oh well fuck this documentary or whatever but i was like ah there's a lot going on here that i hope the movie you know dives into because yeah like there's a lot of ego clashing oh, I, and there and like you know there's death and there's i you doubt know. it will because i don't think that the movie is the movie is about it's a biopic you know yeah. like uh, the movie's not about that but i think this the watching this documentary you see where the drama is and the mo- mm. and the documentary presents all that stuff it's like yeah and then he was pissed off so he was like i quit and shit but like it never it, it, it that's like secondary to the like we were drunk and brilliant and stoned and and i feel like that's where the movie needs to go the movie needs mm-hmm. obviously it's going to tell the story dramatically i just hope that they really dive into that stuff and i and with that cast i think it'll be fucking oh i can't wait yeah yeah just uh Man. we haven't um we, we, I don't think we've updated uh, uh, on what the the cast list is. It's I, I'm so fascinated by it. Um, I mean, everybody knows that uh, that Will Forte uh, is starring in it. Um, yeah. What? Oh, futile! I keep forgetting what it's called. Futile and stupid jester. Yeah. Um, Domhnall Gleeson. Yeah. Plays Henry Donald. Donald. Damn it, Thomas Lennon. Uh, <laughs> Thomas Lennon is playing Michael O'Donohue. I think that's a good idea. I think so too. I, I think, think it's a good idea, but it's also, yeah, no. I think Tom Tom Lennon I think he has can that. Do it. For me though, like because like I think f- for my money, Michael O'Donohue is one of the most fascinating voices ever to have existed in comedy. Yeah, and uh, I I don't know that there would ever be anyone good enough to play him. Uh, and again, I'm probably just overstating. <laughs> uh, Seth Green playing Christopher Guest, John Daly playing Bill Murray. We knew that. Seth Green is playing Christopher Guest. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird, but when you on see yeah, looks those alone, young, those young uh, Christopher Guest pictures, yeah, yeah, the 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 look I think is there. John <laughs> Gemberling is playing John Belushi. I'm excited for that because I I think John Gemberling is so funny, and I thought he was great on Marry Me, and I'm excited for like a big role for him. Yeah. But it is also like. Oh man, this is gonna be hard for you, buddy. Yeah, like it's it's a real uh, no win situation for yeah. an actor. But I love John Gemberling, so I am definitely on his side. And the the last weird or, or amazing thing is uh, Paul Shear as Paul Shaver. Yeah, that's really good. <laughs> yeah, so uh, can't that's wait. Really, really great. Yeah, yeah. So I would be interested to see what you guys think about that documentary. It is yeah. very watchable. Very like I I you know 
great overview of that of that whole institution for sure. Right. Um, yeah. What else? We're at about an hour. Any? Uh, yeah. Any... One real quick thing. I watched uh, the Jungle Book. Yes, the original. Yes, the original. Oh, nice. yeah, right. Yeah, so I, I just saw like, the new one, yeah, and Greg, I was like, <laughs> we fucking, yeah, we talking about it last week, you fucking asshole. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah I, I, Athena hadn't seen it. Mm-hmm. So she saw the live-action one first, then we watched the animated one. Um, and they're, I think they're wonderful companion pieces to each other. Yeah. There's a lot of things I liked about the new one. I thought it was terrific, and I really enjoyed myself. I'm always going to be more partial to the animated of one. Of course, sure. There's something more to, and I mean, Bill Murray is terrific as Baloo, but the animated film has a more... Uh, rich relationship between Mowgli and Baloo that I that is really the uh, I feel like the crux of the film. Yeah, I mean it is a, a fucking like you know 110 minute animated movie. Yeah, where, you know it's mostly songs, but uh, <laughs> but it has this emotional thing. I think that's yeah. why like a lot like myself and a lot of people, The Jungle Book is their favorite Disney picture of that time period. Yeah, or any really um, because it has there's this something about the journey that Mowgli's on and the relationship he builds with Baloo and that searching for something that you're, when you're coming into adulthood yeah. and trying to find yourself in role models and things like that and father figures. And it's, it's very rich and very, very, very cool. And the voice work is just so great. And I watched the uh, I Want to Be Like You song with King Louie twice. Because, <laughs> <laughs> holy shit, it's so good. And Baloo's so great when he comes in because he hears the rhythm and he's got a plan going with Bagheera. But he's like, yeah, man, we're just going to do that. Oh, man, this rhythm is sweet. And he's like, <laughs> doesn't give a shit. He's just like hypnotized by the rhythm. He's like, I'm gone, man. <laughs> Amazing. It's so, ah, oh, man, yeah, what a terrific rewatch. And it's just such a wonderful animated movie. And this, fuck, man, those songs are good. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it was great. Great. Yeah, it was man. fucking Those great. Those songs are awesome. so good. Yeah. Wicked. Anything else? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I watched season two of uh, Silicon Valley, and that's one of my favorite shows. I love it so much. Uh, yeah, yeah. Definitely. So funny. Yeah. And both of our uh, quotes were from Kimmy Schmidt. Yeah. No, I haven't gotten into season two yet. I've uh, I've seen the I whole finished, thing yeah, almost I finished twice. <clears throat> I finished it, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, I've seen, I, gonna, I, I finished it immediately, and then I've I started rewatching. I'm still it. just cruising through uh, Last Man on Earth. <clears throat> nice, yeah. caught up on that. Boy, yeah. I love that fucking show. Yeah. My quote was from that. Yes, nice. I am. Mm. Uh, so yeah, should we get into film roulette then? Yeah, sure. let's do it. Yeah. Life is full of awesome what ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today.
film that is a weekly segment where the three of us roll a die and the two high rollers get to go see something good. This week we picked winner's choice. The winners got to go see whatever they want and the loser has to see something bad or something in theaters that we would not usually go see. This week it was uh, Huntsman, Huntsman, Winter's War, a sequel to a movie we Huntsman, picked. Huntsman, 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 <laughs> Huntsman here. Get your Huntsman here. <laughs> a sequel to a movie we picked as winner and were disappointed with, so we didn't want to really... Uh, loop back on this, but one of us did because they were the loser, and the loser gets to give the winners an album to listen to for the rest of the week. Last week, I ended up being the loser, and I got to give these guys uh, an album by one of my favorite bands, XTC. We'll talk about that. We'll, we'll roll for movies next week, and then later we'll get into f- uh, Fuller House. But first, winner's choice. Mm. All right, it was Greg and I, right? Yes. yes. Hot dog. We yep. have a Hot wiener. dog. We have two wieners <laughs> and one. A wiener. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll get to Casey later yep. with uh, Winter's War. But how do you want to do this? You want to uh, just... Did you go to theater or did you watch I, it home? I did not. I ended up renting a movie. Oh, hmm, yes. interesting. Renting a movie. Right. I did. Through the YouTube. You travels back oh. to 1995. Oh, I see. Yes. Oh, very good. All right. Um, yeah, I didn't go to the theaters either. I was going to say, if you went to the theater, we'll do you first. But... No, I, I saw something that's like, uh, I, I did a little pay for pay for four ninety nine right. well, yeah. rental. So tell me about it then. Let's okay. Go. Yeah. Um, well, much like uh, the movie I watched, Hush, I watched a film that a lot of people have been talking about. Yeah. Draft House Films just uh-huh. picked this up uh-huh. uh, a while back and they're now releasing it. It's People are going pretty nuts for it. It's got like a 90 or an 80 on Rotten Tomatoes, but uh-huh. a, a, a 77 on Metascore uh-huh. is, is a film called The Invitation. Dude. Yes. That's totally what I watched. Is that what you watched? Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> That's crazy. Amazing. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> well, I was kind of wondering because it, this has been... This has been. I think this is the first, the first one that's ever happened. Yeah. Wednesday first. Yeah. But I was thinking like, oh, this is going around and it's like easily acquirable. You can rent it on YouTube. It's yeah, out yeah, there. Yeah. And uh, I was wondering like, is somebody going to say it in the opening and me and I'll have to be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Let's say that. <laughs> but that's amazing. So we picked the yeah. same movie. All right. Uh, this movie is directed by Karen Kusama, who did... Uh, Jennifer's Body as well as Girl Fight, Girl Fight yeah. uh, which a lot of people now that this is coming out have been saying un- oh, under underseen and overlooked. Right. Um, she did the Aeon Flux as well, right? Yes. Right. Um, IMDb describes the film as, while attending a dinner party at his former home, a man thinks his ex-wife and her new husband have sinister intentions for their guests. Uh, this is... Uh, starring Logan Marshall Green, mm-hmm. who I didn't recognize until my brother pointed him out as being from Prometheus. Prometheus, right? Well, because yes. in this movie he looks like Tom Hardy dressed up Tom as James Hardy, LeBrow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> totally. That is a very specific look. Uh, Tammy Blanchard, <laughs> Michelle Kurasek, Aiden Lovecamp, uh, Mike Doyle, and more. A lot of people that you may have seen in some other movies, but not huge stars. So not that kind of, except for. Uh, Logan, I feel like, yeah. Oh, Definitely. Jesus. Greg's showing yeah, him a that's picture. pretty much exactly yeah. what it so is. I'm already dressed up as James LeGrow. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> that's really weird. Yeah. So I I was excited about this movie. It's been getting crazy buzz. Yeah. Like big, super, big buzz. super buzz. Very, I remember seeing trailers for it. Yeah, and very, being very excited. Yes. Um, it's got John Carroll Lynch. Yes. Mm-hmm. Among uh, And Toby Huss. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's yeah. great. Yeah. So like names you'll know, but not yeah. like... A couple, yeah. a couple, yeah. totally. Yeah, um, and I think I think I'll get right into it. Okay, I was disappointed by this movie. So was I, buddy. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 a little kind of 
confused because this thing is getting quite overwhelmingly positive. Totally. And I'll say this. To me, this movie is... Um, I, I try, When I tried to write it on Letterboxd, the way I tried to describe it was it's like a movie that wants to pull the rug out from under you, yeah. but it does every, it makes every opportunity to ensure that you are nowhere near the rug yeah. and, and that you've like got all your loose articles in check. And yeah, by the time, yeah. it's a movie that's like, things are weird, man, but are they? And you're like, yeah, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Definitely You're weird. telling me they're weird. Yeah. There's no way it's not going to be weird. Yeah. And by the time it, the ending comes around, I was like, yeah, that's yeah. what I thought it was going to be. That's, totally. Like, it's so... And I kept on waiting for them to twist it. Yeah. I was like, maybe that wasn't a coyote at the beginning. Exactly. Maybe it's all in his head. Maybe he's losing his fucking mind. Yes. And, and they I was do, like, do that. Please Get do me something there. interesting. No, we're not... Okay, thanks. Yeah. Or Great. please do... There's a whole thing with like he hears something he gets like a message on his phone and yeah. you're like oh shit now he's got the upper hand but no he doesn't yeah oh but I f- still feel like he's it's gonna be that other thing and then it is yeah like it yeah it never convincingly... it's because the acting is so shitty in this not from everyone not but from, from everyone. enough people I felt like they're the... just playing their hands too much like <laughs> I'm weird I will... is this a weird dinner party we're having <laughs> so very weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I felt I felt like it wasn't so much the acting for me as it was the characters because yeah. we have a dinner party full of characters who are all here to see, you know, a central relationship. It's the main character's ex-wife and her new boyfriend. Right. And they kind of show up uh and and pull out a laptop and do a little kind of, you know, we we went away for 2 years. That's why you haven't seen us and we kind of fell into this thing and it's kind of culty mm-hmm. uh to the viewers outside of their of them and 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 everybody else at the at the party outside of the main character and and uh, to an ex- some extent his girlfriend are just kind of like eh, it's probably fine yeah yeah it's probably nothing wrong with them and yeah. like and they make and every time the main character's like fuck man hey man hey we're in the corner uh something's weird about this right, right. man like this is fucking weird and then the other characters just just you know like, oh yeah. uh, oh well, well you know yeah you know it's and like fun. she like and the girl uh like the ex-wife or whatever yeah. like she's acting super weird yeah like, and she's like slapping people and getting all fucking crazy everyone's like oh well yeah <laughs> yeah it's a party she's totally. a real slapper yeah <laughs> and then yeah it's like the kind of you know and and so many things happen like they go to lot they lock all the doors and they all know the yeah. doors are all locked and it's and, <clears throat> and and you're thinking that's fucking weird man they're locking you in probably to do something weird and everybody yeah. in the movie is just oh well, well. yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, huge bummer. Very disappointing, and you know, even the sort of like twisty twist to the final thing is kind of telegraphed. Yeah, like when the thing, the reveal that happens in the final shot, when right. that's set up, you're like, oh yeah, this is going to be the final thing. Like right. it'll be a reveal. Yeah, <laughs> right, great. Yeah, it's directed very well. It for, looks it, nice. And it's very low budget, so <laughs> yeah, there's a lot going on here technically that I liked. Sure, but yeah, huge disappointment. Very disappointing. What a bummer. And and it's not uh, just like. It's not just that nitpicky kind of because I think people might think we're nitpicking like oh you had all these chances to leave and it seemed so weird like that's fine if your movie is leading up to something that f- will end up packing an emotional punch and I just feel yeah. like the the place that this movie goes to it has all these interesting things like flashbacks to a dead child right and all this like dramatic stuff is brought up and yeah. then like just flopped onto yeah, a just, table yeah. it's never really done anything with yeah yeah it just decides <clears throat> to be the like 
standard horror thriller that it ends up being. Like, it just, there's so much that could have been done here. Yeah, yeah. It's also flat, though. And I'm, like, super sensitive to anything that has to do with children and films yeah. right now. But even this one, it was just like, it was so empty. I'm like, oh, yeah, you're, you're d- dead kid? Yeah. Oh, that's a bummer, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this uh, so was a raw deal. Yeah. Oh well, <laughs> I, was like, I was like, this movie might have made you some kind of a sociopath. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's that bad. Listen, the best part of this movie, dead though, child was acknowledgement. That I was like, fuck me, these reviews are so good. Am I crazy or something yeah. like that? And then I was reading the reviews, and I came across a review I'd like to read to you. Okay, that I thought was wonderful. Yes, I'm please. going to read it as it is. Please written. do. I'm not going to correct anything. <laughs> <laughs> this uh, this is a user review titled OMG. This is the worst movie ever. <laughs> One star out of ten. <clears throat> it's by Kivnock. I don't know what that means. Okay. All right. I feel obligated to write this review to save people from watching this crap. I'm very <laughs> angry of the number of good reviews. Exclamation point. There's no way those are sane people with a sense of taste. Two exclamation points. <laughs> this movie is exactly like a punch of people who met in the streets of L.A. and thought, let's make a movie, exclamation point. I mean, yeah, what the hell, exclamation point. The actors are terrible. They're all a punch of am- amateurs. He keeps writing punch, and I don't know why. Is awesome. he trying to say bunch? <laughs> yeah, but it's punch every time. And it's, no, there's another no, one that's coming. the correct term yeah. for a group Just of a actors. Punch, <laughs> a punch yeah, of like actors. A murder of crows? Yeah. 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 <laughs> a punch of amateurs. <laughs> the director thinks that he made an artistic, brilliant movie, exclamation point. You know those who really struggle to look artistically bad with no story question mark dot, <laughs> I dot, think dot. We all do. a little ellipsis in there the movie is very 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 boring slower than anything i've ever watched i'm not even exaggerating in that i say nothing great happened during the first 80 <laughs> mins nothing great yeah the drama starts only in the last 15 mins and is not even good <laughs> i kept skipping parts of every scene because it's unnecessarily <laughs> this didn't long. even watch the movie <laughs> that's amazing <laughs> i don't have I watched the first three minutes of every scene. And OMG. Sorry, Mins. Uh, I don't have to see him walking for two minutes or breathing that long. Uh, also, <laughs> the, the, my main concern was the actors breathed the yeah. whole time. Stop showing me how long he's breathing for. Also, the music they use to create suspense doesn't make sense. The way they start the movie is so confusing, it's a stupid way of revealing a crappy story. I like that. (laughs) (laughs) uh, Uh, I don't know why you guys bothered to talk about it. Just read that. Yeah, pretty great. That's amazing. There's a whole spoilery chunk, but it does finally end with the thing that says, and the ending scene, I don't even know what the fuck. Uh, I don't know what the fuck was that. It's like the writer just decided to act like a smartass all of a sudden. It wasn't smart nor cool. It was dumb. Oh. A waste of time. Also, this this reviewer <laughs> thinks the director is a dude. Right. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Karen. He thinks it's he a made... misleading name, Karen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, well, that was our take on it. Um, I'd like to know what people that checked this movie out thought. <laughs> I I just it's it's just interesting to me that this like movie that is for me okay. Yeah. It is what it is. It's yeah. not anything special. No. And I don't know why it's getting such a good good reviews. Yeah. Um, but so let us know what you thought of the invitation. People who are too confused by movies like It Follows. And yeah, yeah, like a, a Babadook, like yeah. all these great horror movies sure. that came out Enemy recently. Enemy or things you have to think during. Like yeah. this one's like, is there a twist? Is there a twist? No, there's no twist. Don't worry about it. Don't yeah. Worry. <laughs> Just a bunch of weirdos. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, man. So 
a lot of what you're saying sounds like it could be applied to, not only to this movie but to uh, your thoughts on uh, Midnight Special as well. Mm. Like, yeah. it just it goes along, and you're like, I yeah, felt like I know. at <laughs> least that movie for me, the way it revealed itself was enjoyable, and I had a good time, Midnight and Special? I liked watching yeah, the, it. The, again, the first like forty minutes or so, great. Yeah. Great. So, uh, yeah, I would say Midnight Special is much better than this. Absolutely. Um, so, Casey, yeah. you went and saw The Huntsman, yeah. Winter's War. Yeah. Uh, this thing's getting 35 on Metascore. Yeah. IMDb describes the synopsis as, As a war between rival queen sisters, Ravenna and Freya escalates, Eric and fellow warrior Sarah, members of the Huntsman army raised to protect Freya, try to conceal their forbidden love as they combat combat. Ravenna's Wicked Wicked Intentions, starring Chris Hemsworth, Jessica Chastain, Charlize Theron, and more. Um, Yeah, the first movie, we thought the trailer for that looked so good, because it did. That that trailer was great, and we were all very excited for it, and then uh, I didn't get to see it, but you guys saw it, and I don't remember. No. Remember, you guys didn't like it much, right? No. The Winter's Guy? No, we didn't didn't see that. What? uh, What are we talking about here? We're talking about the original... Huntsman. Yeah, Huntsman. No, we, 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 that no, was no. no. Lo- it, well, the that movie was wasn't lo- called Huntsman. It was uh, Snow White. Snow White yeah. and the Huntsman. And the Huntsman. And that that yeah, was the losing movie. No, yeah. I feel like we picked it as the winner. Well, if you didn't see it, I didn't, I see, didn't it. see it. I didn't see it either. Oh. He didn't see I it. Guess, yeah. I, well, I thought you did see it. No. Somebody saw sure? it, didn't they? No. Oh, well, I you thought s- we... D- you saw... I did not see it. You saw the one with Julia Roberts. Yes. But that was that was definitely a loser. Yeah. Okay. I thought we picked that as a winner because no. I remember we were all sort of... No, the trailers looked okay. I, yeah, well, I, sure. thought I was very yeah. excited for it. And, this, it. and if you told me there was a movie coming out with this cast, yeah, I'd be like, I'm pretty certain I'm going to want to see that. Yeah. Because yeah. that is a fucking great cast right there. Your, your four leads or whatever. Fucking awesome. Yeah. But no. Okay. Well, <laughs> hey, I guess, so... is, is this the first then maybe uh, appearance? Casey, you, you went in blind... Yeah. I went in blind. Were you confused? Yeah. Um, I was blind, Greg. Of course I was confused. Uh, uh, no, because this movie... It's a prequel, right? I su- I don't know. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're setting it up like before yeah. the story that you saw last time. Oh. We didn't want to have Kristen Stewart back. Uh, well, that's understandable. <laughs> um, but did she play Snow White? Yeah. Oh. Because Didn't they she, reference right? she's, she's Snow White, right, Kristen Stewart? I thought so. They uh, referenced Snow White a couple of times, like as in something ha- that had already happened. So I was like, like what oh, I assume this is a. Yeah. <laughs> they reference the actress. <laughs> They're like, oh, she never smiles. <laughs> now on to this story. Uh, she exists in this universe. Yeah, she was Snow uh, White for sure. Uh, uh, well, yeah, they re- they talk about her. A couple of times, so I'm like, oh, I guess it's a sequel. Also, I didn't care that much. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so I saw this movie, and uh, it was all right. It wasn't the worst <laughs> movie I've ever seen. Uh-huh. Yeah. I wasn't all that bored, and I was fully expecting to be bored. Right. So I didn't even have that. Like, you know how when you're you're expecting to be bored, you're just sitting there looking for things that are going to bore you? Yeah. Right? Uh, <laughs> this movie didn't really have those things. I was ah. like, it's completely inconsequential. It's not a good movie. Right. Uh, but it's not hard to watch. Right. Um, it has Rob Brydon and uh, Nick Frost as oh. the um, the comic relief, and they're really? quite funny. And then two female dwarf counterpoint, uh, 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 or, you know, characters as well for them, and, and uh, those characters... 
uh, were funny. And um, the funniest thing about the movie is uh, Chris Hemsworth's uh, accent. Yeah. What uh, is it? Although. Um, like Swedish or something? Scottish? <laughs> oh, yeah. Irish? Irish? Scottish? <laughs> Jamaican. Ah, very good. Uh, and the only thing worse than his accent was Jessica Chastain's accent. Yeah. Oh. Uh, also, Scottish? <laughs> uh, yeah. So they are running through this whole movie. Oh, it's a basic syn- synopsis. Um, Charlize Theron is the Wicked Queen. Yeah. And uh, she dies or goes into the mirror or something, and her sister uh, is Emily Blunt. Mm-hmm. And Emily Blunt has special powers, too, but she doesn't know what her special powers are. And then um, her she has a baby, and, uh, and the baby dies, and so she becomes a real ice queen because um, she got, like, she controls ice and stuff like okay. that. Um and then she banishes love from her uh, from her kingdom. Uh, yeah, she says, you got to get that love out of here. Yeah, get out of here, love. <laughs> uh, and uh, and so says nobody can fall in love. And then uh, Chris Hemsworth and Jessica Chastain are two uh, like keep stealing children and making them into huntsmen, which are like I guess hunters. Uh, yeah, uh, Chris Hemsworth steals children. Uh, no, the the kingdom does. They oh. they steal children and make them into warriors, right? Um, to protect the kingdom or whatever. Yeah. And uh, and Chris Hemsworth and Jessica Chastain are two of these, and they grow up and they're the two best ones, and they fall in love, and then uh-huh. so the queen. Hey like, man, love's not allowed though. Uh, yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> and when all else fails, <laughs> bet on love. Oh, or black. I yeah. can't remember which one the Wesley Snipe movie is. Um, so uh, yeah. So anyway, they they're together and they have to go on this quest to find the mirror and to bring it back to the kingdom. And then they and do along that. the way, they meet the dwarfs and uh, a <laughs> bunch of really inconsequential things happen. Their yeah. accents are just god awful. Yeah. Um, there's a couple of cool looking effects and stuff. Like the forest looks pretty cool. Um, because cool it's a very forest. enchanted forest, <laughs> and like there's like uh, uh, I don't know a bunch of kind of CG stuff where you're yeah. like, yeah, this looks cool enough. Yeah. Uh, but then it's just like, and then they got back to the to the kingdom, and then the movie ended. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like it's just so by rote. It's just kind of yeah. like, and then there was the final battle. Everybody, final battle places. Yeah, and done <laughs> it's funny because like the reviews here on meta on metascore like the second best review just says if all else fails at least it's a movie smart enough to know that frankly you can't beat charlie's there on covered in gold shooting spiky tentacles out of her midriff uh fair enough is it that does, it, it, <laughs> it does, does that, that. <laughs> and that's like a 50 out of 100 like eh, at least does this yeah <laughs> but even that it's just kind of like oh i thought that uh that type of thing would be more interesting <laughs> Yeah, but, uh, yeah, and then the movie just ends, and nobody's the better for it. But it didn't, it didn't offend me. Anymore. Yeah, sounds I don't like see it because yeah. there's no no point, no worries. No, I won't. See I it. won't. No, nope, definitely. Then I've done my job. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> All huh. right. Well, yeah. that was the loser this week. So Casey's going to pick an album. But first, we have to talk about the album I gave you guys right. last week. Um, this is another classic case of Dan picks an album he's been listening to a lot and yep. then quickly realizes he can't do that anymore because uh, to it like I'm it's too like worried yeah. about the outcome. So For I give sure. you guys the album Mummer 
yeah. by XTC. This came out uh, in 1983. Yeah. Um, this, as I mentioned, I... 83 82, I thought. Uh, uh, August 83. Yeah. Okay, good. Uh, so this is, as I mentioned last week, very quickly, I, I, was, I got really big into XTC, but I was very staunchly only a fan of their early stuff when they were cool and post-punk. And I hated when they Plans went all... for Nigel in yeah. that era. Yeah. And I got... White music. Yeah. Yeah. White music, uh, drums and wires. I loved those albums, yeah. and then anything after they had a two disc set of all their singles. And the second disc, I was like, "What's this <laughs> pastoral, gross garbage, Beatlesque uh-huh. pop? I hate it." And then years later, I finally uh, forced myself to continue to listen to those albums, and now I absolutely love that period of the band. Yeah, um, and I gave you guys the album that is quite possibly one of their more. Um, difficult yeah. albums i think even fans of the album at the of the band at the time were kind of like okay you guys are getting out there right now so this album took me like years and years to get into and i was like here try and get into this in a week yeah and i was kind of freaking out about it so and also you guys had said that you xtc was a band that you hadn't really dove into and no. i was starting to think like fuck i fucked them up for this band i've, <laughs> I've, I've disserviced the band to them so i had all these emotions just waiting to hear back yeah. about your well opinions. like i've heard drums and wires before yeah. and white music and stuff i just never got super into them because i already had like elvis costello records yeah. and the jam and fucking yeah. joe jackson and i'm like yeah i get it yeah you know like an idiot but whatever i was like <laughs> yeah, i yeah. kind of feel like i've heard this before Totally. And then I assumed they just, like, drizzled into the Dear God stuff, and I just yeah. didn't kind of really care. Mm-hmm. Anyway. So, Mummer. Um, so, yeah, I have a question for you. Yeah. People, people don't like this album? Uh, I, I fucking love this album. People, people like this album a lot, but I feel like there was a general consensus of it's it's one of the weirder ones. Yeah, yeah it's a little I, weird, but, man, I, I fucking love this record. Okay, good. I <laughs> definitely see why people didn't like this album yeah i can definitely hear why people didn't like this album uh i myself really enjoyed this okay album. Yeah, I, I thought you might uh, yeah. I yeah. case is gonna dig some of this it, shit a lot like it, 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 it's a thing where i was like yep i can totally get why this would rub people the wrong way and i don't understand why parts of this aren't rubbing me the wrong way yeah uh because there are because I was listening to it thinking, like, how is Casey going to react to some of this? Yeah. Uh, no, I don't I like every. It. Yeah, not every song did no. it for me. Near the end, no, there's a little not every bit of song, spottiness. But yeah. Yeah. For, for, uh, I, uh, yeah. I, listening to this album with you, with my ears trying to be your guys' ears, <laughs> I, when, the, the first side of the album ends with uh, Deliver Us from the Elements, yeah. and then it goes into Human Alchemy and Lady Bird, mm-hmm. two of the slower, longer songs. Yeah. And that's where it's like. The song for me, I think the first side is a fucking stone cold. Like I love the first side, and then yeah, I yeah. love those songs on the second side. But it is a little bit more of a okay. I need to eat. Like I need to. I feel like the second the second side is not as strong. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it, I no, feel like it I, takes I like, more to get into. Yeah, yeah, because tracks I, one, three, four are just like crushingly good. Five, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I don't have the fucking. Yeah, yeah. Uh, love on a farm boy's way. Love, love on her. That, woo, that's totally a spooky Reuben fucking. Jam. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, so he has heard this junk before. Yeah, but god yeah. damn it, that's a that is a great. That's for, really I, good. I, I, I don't know. The first song for me, fucking. I love that song. Completely of informed, hearts. like, oh, yeah. that's what this is gonna be. Yeah, and then it yeah, was. Yeah, and, and it's like, what? What are you doing? Yeah, what are you doing with this? Like. 
first of all, really kind of uh, sweet melody. Yes. Like, that's that's very clear and very melodic. And then you just go, ah, wh- like, wh- wh- where did you just go? Yeah. yeah. And then, but then it repeats that, and you start to get used to it. Yeah. You start to go, like, what a fucking brilliant oh, place for that melody, melody to go. I'm, yeah. like, and over then... the moon right now that you're saying all these things. <laughs> that, like, because, yeah, because, like, for me, this era of the band, the reason it took me so long to get into it is because... It has those things where these little hooks come in these weird places. No, and they're disguised. And they're disguised. They seem like, oh, yeah. that's, oh, fuck, that's a hook. Oh, oh man, yeah. this like, fits right into my... Repetition lets, you, yes. lets yeah. you appreciate them. And and in a way that it lets you appreciate them within the song. Yeah. yeah. Not not within repeat listens or anything yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. The song gets you used to these weird yeah. things that it does. And, uh, uh, and, and there are missteps. There are points where the album almost gets too sweet and melodic, and I'm just like, wow, this is starting to get a little saccharine for my liking. And then it cools things off with some kind of weird, long... Human alchemy. uh, uh, Yeah, yeah. I love human alchemy. That actually I quite like when it does that, because it lets you distance yourself a little bit from something that becomes far too uh, uh, cloying. Not far too cloying, because there's a point to every... um, uh, I don't know. I don't want to get too gross about yeah. this, but <laughs> no, uh, it's, uh... Uh, but it's a really responsibly made album, and uh, uh, and I, it, it weirdly because I haven't been listening to music at all lately. Like I just have given up on yeah. music. It, it made me kind of go like, oh man, I should start listening to music again. <laughs> oh yeah, music's terrific, buddy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's great. Uh, like yeah, going, this thing... you know what I haven't eaten in a long time. Food. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this just really fit into my wheelhouse of like Kate Bush and yeah. uh, the really weird early Peter Gabriel totally. solo work and stuff. I'm like, yeah, no, man, sure. this shit's great. Yeah, I yeah, love it. Beating of Hearts and Deliver Us from the Elements, I think, are the ones that I'm most enamored with right yeah. now. Yeah. Uh, like, I like pretty much all of it. I, I think I need a little more time with Funk Papa Roll. I think Funk Papa... <laughs> I don't know that I'll that I'll ever get there for that. <laughs> I, I like that song, but I think it, to me, that, that reeks a little bit of, we need a song that kind of has that old sound where it's a little bit more upbeat, a little right, bit more right. kind of post-punk, but is produced a little bit like this stuff. It just yeah. kind of feels like, yeah, we're, you know, we're, we're doing a song about the music industry and we're kind of cloaking it in what we used to sound like. Yeah, it yeah. just feels a little bit of that kind of like return to the well feel. Sure. And it's a weird song to kind of end yeah. the album on. It's hard when you when you know when you when you put a, when we do this yeah. and you put out an album that you love for people to listen to. It's like it's frustrating because you don't want to tell them like it's not every song. It's not yeah. a perfect, like it's not, it's not a ten out of ten. Yeah, no, yeah. very few albums have every, every song, song is like fucking you nailed it. Yeah, you yeah. know. So it's like I understand whenever I give you guys something I love, like I yeah. kind of want to listen to it, but also then I'm like I should have told them not to listen to track seven or just like just to know that like, track seven is like it's like it's good, it's really good. Yeah. Just like, don't judge the whole album because of that. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I really though like I came around that, to me as a whole this album. I've been listening to it top to bottom a ton lately, yeah. and I just have really come around on it. Yeah, I uh, I will continue to listen to this because I've been listening to it all week. I got into it like day one. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, oh, fuck, this is interesting. So yeah. I, I grabbed a bunch of other XDC albums to Amazing. give a little run on that. And I, yeah. I, I re-listened to the, the first two albums, and I'm like, yep, I still, these are pretty good, but yeah. I like where they go more. See, white music is 
uh, an album with a ton of great songs and yeah. then a ton of other songs. Yeah, yeah. There's <laughs> and a... then Go To, their second album, was an album I always hated but have come around on. And yeah. then Drums and Wires is a masterpiece. Black Sea, masterpiece. Yeah. English Gentleman is amazing. Mummer, amazing. Big Express, amazing. You really can't go wrong with any of those. Skylarking, amazing. And then a bunch of other albums that have cool stuff on them. Right. Yeah, I would yeah. definitely... Yeah, really exciting yeah, to be like, oh, fuck, there's you. this whole world of like such yeah. interesting vocal choices. Yeah. Why? Drums and Wires, Black mm-hmm. Settlement, Back, Black Sea, English Settlement, Mummer. Those, that's like a crazy run for me, yeah. yeah. I can't wait to hear what you think of some of these other ones. Yeah, I'm going to dig in, man. Totally. Super yeah, duper exciting. Yeah, I think exciting. I might too. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Very good. Very good. Sweet. Casey. Mm-hmm. What? You <laughs> get to give an album to us now. Yep. What are you going to uh, do, buddy? Well, I was going to be a real fuckhole about it. Yeah. But uh, but then something came out mm. that ties us actually back into uh, our... Uh, our roots as a podcast oh. uh, because we used to have a um uh music section where we reviewed yeah, new, new albums, albums. Yeah. And, stuff. and uh there was a, a very divisive band uh that we reviewed a canadian band mm-hmm. um that have just put out a new album mm. uh I, I know their last or maybe it wasn't their last album it was uh, an ep of theirs that we uh, listened to dan and i really loved it and greg you just couldn't get yeah, into I it i still can't figure it out I know I'm being fair. I'm being delighted. Are we talking about the Greys here? I am talking yeah, about Greys. Yeah. Oh. Greys have a new album called yeah. Outer Heaven. Yeah. Um, I love the Greys. It is getting uh, getting great reviews. Yeah. Um, and getting a lot of uh, a lot of press. For, Tons uh, of press for a sweet. They really super sweet local band that yeah. I saw play. Um, Parts and labor uh, yeah. downstairs in yeah. like that fucking cement box, yeah, uh, which is a fucking great place yeah. to see a hardcore show. Yeah, man. And they are loud as shit. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm really excited about the Greys becoming a huge thing with their last album. They really blew up, um, and I have their first EP on vinyl, yeah. and I'm just like holding on to this thing. <laughs> yeah, this <laughs> like you know yeah. <laughs> awesome first album that yeah. they put out. Yeah. I like and I like their first album, but easy easy listening was the thing that really hooked me. Yeah, and, easy listening uh, is sick. All of their EPs are to, sick. Yeah, yeah. I haven't listened to anything of uh, from Outer Heaven yet, but uh, again, it's getting a lot of positive yeah. buzz. I'll so, tell you this: uh, it's uh, <laughs> it's different. Is that right? Yeah. Well, I started listening to a song, but then I was like, I'm going to give this as a. I'm as an album, very I'm excited to, it too. to talk about this. All right, I love Grays. Yeah, they're hometown boys. They're amazing. Yep. Can't wait to talk about it. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about it, and you should listen to it too. Yeah, uh, listen to the, this album, Grays, Outer Heaven. Check it out. Yeah. Check it on out, and also listen to their EP, Easy Listening, because it's oh. fucking dope as fuck. Queen of the Harpies, such a good song. Yeah. Uh, now it's time to roll. <laughs> Are we rolling for this week? Two movies come out, Green Room and Keanu. Oh, yeah. I've already seen Keanu. Uh, I've already seen Green Room. Room. Uh, so I think we're going to pick Keanu because we're all three of us extremely excited to see this. The trailers are, are phenomenal. I've only seen one trailer they look over so funny. and over, and every single time I see it, I laugh my shit off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And since I already talked about uh, Green Room briefly, we'll circle back on that, and we'll all have a big uh, discussion yeah. about Green Room in the f- soon in the future. Yeah. Because yeah, I'm dying to see that, because yeah. I'm in a very Jeremy uh, Solnier yeah. place. Uh, but uh, that'll come soon, and, and until then, we're going we're gonna to talk about Keanu. And I'm very excited to see this movie. Mm-hmm. And I'm... Yeah. This is a big role for me. Um, 
because you know I uh, didn't watch a ton of their show, but uh, the, the no. sketches I did see, I loved. So yeah, yep. Let's do it, Casey. Oh wait, what's the loser? Mother's Day. Mother's oh, Day. God. It's the newest Fuck. Gary Marshall oh. uh, abomination. Yeah, yeah. Holiday themed abomination. Mm-hmm. So Casey, we're gonna see whether you go to Mother's Day or see the Kinu. other one. <laughs> Keanu. Um, Let's do it. Rolling on I Ween. will note that we are rolling on Ween's album, La Cucaracha, mm-hmm. which is a fucking great album. Yeah, man. That's a two. Jesus balls. All right, I'm rolling. Here we go. Save me, Ween. That's a one. Oh, Ooh. sweet. Please. Mm. I'm happy If Greg now. rolls a one, we re-roll, and that's great. No! Nah, that's, an, that's a big fat eight. Oh, goodness. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a uh, <laughs> Why did I say, like, it's really important uh, that I roll high here. I really want to see it. <laughs> you think that's, that was your downfall? Yes. Uh-huh. Uh, Mother's Day. Luck yes. of the draw, baby. Mother's Day. <laughs> Imagine all the cameos. Yeah. I, bet Ash- I bet Ashton Kutcher's in it. Yeah. Jason Fuck. Sudeikis is in it. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe I'll love it. Maybe it'll be better than Keanu. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, let me have this. Uh, Just let me have this. <laughs> <laughs> Terrific. Oh, yeah. All right. Yes. Uh, next week, we'll be talking about Grays. We'll be talking about Mother's Day. And we'll uh-huh. be talking about Keanu. Yeah. Uh, let us know what you think of all those if you see them before Wednesday at info at mm-hmm. Uh Until then, you can listen to Straight Flush, Flush, Flush. Uh, we watched another episode of Fuller House on Netflix, yeah. the Netflix original, continuing the adventures of the Tanner clan. Yeah. This week, we watched the episode entitled War of the Roses. <sighs> yeah. Like the movie, you say? Yeah. No. I'm. Uh, it's exactly like the I'm movie. really having trouble with this show now, man. Me? <laughs> I've been having trouble forever uh, with this show. It's garbage. It's really breaking me down. It's... T- it's oh. That's weird because I'm finding myself. Um, you coming around on enchanted? It? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm finding my. I'm finding like now I I get what's gonna happen, so like I'm like okay, I gotta fucking settle in. I know at one point I'm gonna want to set that one kid on fire. Yeah. And goddamn, he sucks so bad Ugh. in this. And and I've also really started to feel sorry for the older kid. Because he just doesn't have it at all. Yeah. Like, this kid has zero charisma. Yeah, he's not good. Oh, God. God bless the poor kid. Everyone else is at least trying something, and he's like... And they're trying to give him lines and stuff to make him seem interesting. Yeah, weird ones. Yeah, yeah. uh, He had some kind of, like, lazy hip-hop line. Yeah, well... Yeah, he's got, like, a little, like... Yeah. All of his kind of hip-hop lines were... um, like uh, what uh, for forty uh, eight year old white guy would say yeah, hip hop totally like. was What's so it's in... all a lot of like you go girl and stuff like that <laughs> <laughs> talk to the what, hand <laughs> what is with the holy chalupas that's a uh, well a that's supposed phrase. to be the new is that a thing like that's for like for this that's not they a callback or something episode. yeah I know I, I mean like a, it's I, not a callback I right think it it's might just... be a callback. No, I think it's. I think it's because this episode had like a hundred callback, like all oh, of the catchphrases. Yeah, like came they out. showed five minutes from an they episode from twenty five years ago, which was fucking to Stephanie's awesome. wedding. Right. Yeah, um, 
But uh, but no, I think that it's a brand new catchphrase that they're trying to get going. That they're trying to layer in like, with old ones. How lazy can you be? Holy chalupas! <laughs> well, how lazy was the original was catchphrase? Oh my lanta! <laughs> the original catchphrases were lazy too. Yeah, have yeah. mercy. How rude! <laughs> These aren't those aren't even catchphrases that are original. No. How rude is the thing people said then? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So the plot of this episode is when a thousand roses are delivered to the house, DJ Kimmy and Stephanie try and figure out which one of their admirers sent it. Ugh. Aunt Becky, who is visiting after the Wake Up San Francisco show reunion, makes it her mission to discover which lady was sent the flowers. Meanwhile, the new family dog begins to hoard items from the house, <laughs> <laughs> including the note that was delivered with the flowers. <laughs> Dog, dog. Oh my god! Adorable. <laughs> Fuck this show. Yeah, yeah. Not good. So the whole episode, you I know, got, I got notes. Um, oh, good. Y- yeah. So, so basically, it's just the the living room is full of roses, and they're trying to figure out who sent them. Um, and everybody has reason to believe that it was somebody in their lives, in their life that sent. Yeah. Them. Like uh, Kimmy's ex husband, the Latin lover that they keep talking about. Right. And the, it's a vegan yeah. racist thing. Uh. And, and okay, so uh, what's her name? Um, uh, Kirk Cameron. Yeah, she is uh, a veterinarian, and right. she works with a guy that she made out with on the last episode. Right. So she thinks it might have been him. Right. And he says to her, "Oh, I sent you the flowers." So she thinks it's him. Right. But their relationship is very new, so she feels like a thousand flowers or something is too many. Right. So she's freaked out, yes. and she's like, "I don't want to see you anymore because uh-huh. this is all too much." That comes back later. True. Um, couple weird things happen in this episode. <laughs> uh, Kimmy goes, um, "Oh, I bet it was my ex-husband because they're getting back together. Uh, he's always doing romantic things. The other day, he got my face tattooed on his butt." And then she says something like to Stephanie, like, uh, do you ever have your face on a guy's butt or something? And she's <laughs> like, that's none of your business, which I guess implies that Stephanie puts her face in guys' butts. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Uh, 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 and why does she, why does Stephanie think it might be the guy that she married in the backyard when she was six? Because he's, he's in town? she says that he, uh, every about once a year he does some big extravagant thing to try to get her to date him oh yeah i uh, wasn't paying attention mm-hmm. uh <laughs> well then it I all was. makes sense yeah that's uh wonderful yeah it's not stupid anymore no you might be surprised to who it is though um in uh, the end oh no yeah it's very surprising very surprising <laughs> I don't remember who was. You don't remember who oh, no, was? I do, I do. Yeah, I do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. Because uh, at the risk of spoiling too early, uh-huh. turns out Jesse yeah. hey, sent now. them to Becky. But yeah, the dog stole the note, so yeah. Uh-huh. yeah because Jesse... Becky's like, oh, the Becky, she's like, oh, I, the, the, the flame's gone from my marriage or whatever, right? Yeah, so she's trying to meddle in everyone else's business the whole episode. Yeah. Uh, and then she finds out that they're for her, and it's that Uncle Jesse still loves her and still yeah. thinks Aww. she's beautiful. To distract her, so yeah. But it turns out, yeah, her own husband. Yeah. Their romance isn't dead, you guys. They're yeah. still in love. Yeah. Great. Which um, I guess is, 
is another episode that has a kind of sitcom thing. You know, she's meddling in everybody's lives to, you yeah. know, take her mind off that she thinks that her, you know, marriage is going south, but then it turns out, you know, it was in front of you all along. You're still in love. Yeah. Oh, isn't that nice? Yeah. Um, there's a couple. Uh, th- this show just doesn't care. No, it it it, it, it just, hasn't cared from frame one. No, but it just it it so cheaply <clears throat> just tries to get to the joke to the point where there's a whole montage where Becky is, keeps changing the baby's outfits. Yeah, but right, the timeline is really confusing because she's like, "Hey, DJ, come in and look at your baby. I've got him dressed up like a Frenchman or whatever." And then she's like, "Or how about an astronaut?" And immediately the baby's dressed like an astronaut. I'm like, right. "You're not even showing her changing the baby. It's just shots of like imagine a baby dressed up like this or dressed up <laughs> like that." <laughs> <laughs> but it's within Are you scared? <laughs> right. Well, it wasn't Seinfeld. <laughs> That's me while I watch it. Ah, it's an astronaut. Ah, yeah. <laughs> They're gonna put that baby in space, <laughs> and there's aliens in space. Um, but but like they, there's no, but it's still supposed to be within the reality of like a a, a human being's life. Yeah. So it's just this lazy, like I don't know. We'll have a fucking montage where we put a fucking baby in a bunch of cute things. Yeah. And that'll lead up five minutes. Yeah, and it did. Yeah. Well, to, yep. To be fair, it did. Professionals. Mm. Yeah. Making money from this junk. Yep. This is junk. It sucks. I hate it. It's so horrible. Uh, so, yeah. So then, um, so, oh, yeah. Okay. So DJ thinks that it's her coworker that sent the thousand roses. So she's like, oh, I'm freaked out by this guy. Uh, I, I don't want to date him anymore. Um, so she gives him some line. She's like, uh, oh, I I can't go out with you tonight. I have to go to the dentist. And he's like, you're going to the dentist at night? And she's like, yeah, it's my night dentist. I, I got to go. Um, so then he shows up at the house later and is like, uh, well, there are seven night dentists in the city and you aren't at any of them. I checked. And, and oh, but I didn't send the roses. So she's like, that would oh, be weird. Yeah. I, I'm like, <laughs> okay, he didn't send the roses. So you're like, oh, it's back on then. But he did go look for you at every single yeah, dentist. Like a fucking psycho. Like a goddamn fucking uh, stalker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and that she's not freaked out about. Yeah. So weird. But uh, anyway, this show's great. <laughs> anyway, favorite show of all time. <laughs> it's, it's terrific. Really good. Yeah. yeah. Keep it up. Keep up the good work. Yeah. I fucking hate this shit, man. It's the worst. I it's can't think just... of a show that is that is worse than this no. currently going. No. Uh, garbage. Fucking garbage. Garbage. Well, the good news is we're only halfway through. What? No, what? Isn't this out? thing no, like a 12-episode really? thing? Have we watched like 10 or 12? 13 episodes. Yeah. No, but this, I'm pretty this, sure we've this only watched... Like nine. I think, I'm pretty sure this is like seven. No. 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 <laughs> no. <laughs> Hard. Muscles. Uh... We gotta be yeah, pretty looking, close to being done. I can't take that. Uh, this is happening. Please. Yes. Mm, 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 mm. 
Mm-hmm. Who's going to get there first? Mm-hmm. Four the Roses is nine, so we have four to go. Okay, that's not it's that only, bad. It's already been nine. Yeah. It felt like six to me. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, you love it oh, so much. Wait for Holy them. chalupas, there's only four more episodes. <laughs> uh, you know what? It's starting to grow on me. It works. Yeah, <laughs> I get it now. How rude. <laughs> <laughs> there's only four more episodes. How rude. Yeah, cut it out, <laughs> short show. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, next week we will have another uh, gripe session about this show. Uh, but until then, you can email us all your opinions and thoughts at info at modernsuperior.com. Go to modernsuperior.com and listen to all of our shows on there. New episodes of Flight School, My SoCast Life, and more. Yeah. Uh, please go to facebook.com slash SYNWPC. Follow at SYNWPC on Twitter for all of your uh, See You Next Wednesday needs. And uh, rate and review us on iTunes, please. Otherwise, uh, we will see you next Wednesday. Goodbye, Internet. And fuck Gene. Fuck Gene. Fuck Gene, why not? Why not? Hey, why not? (laughs) (laughs) The extra F is for fuck Gene. Gene. Yeah. Yeah. In Steven Dorf. Yeah. Yeah. The what? Fuck Gene and Steven Dorf. I don't know. Why not? Steven Dorf. presentation of the Modern Superior Media Network. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.